Welcome to um, another message, but for me, um, this message we're going to be talking about is forgiveness. Um, yes, we're going to be talking about forgiveness and how you should forgive others. Um, so in your life, by the end of this message, before the end of this message, I want you to think about someone who did something wrong or sinned against you or did something that was that wronged you or that you couldn't forgive them for doing it to you. I want you to think of that one person and think about why didn't you forgive that person and what was the cause and the reason why you chose not to forgive or chose to just let it slide or just Hold a grudge against it. So we're going to be talking about Zentetic. And if you're going to be, we're going to be in First John. So and then, then Peter came up and said to him, Lord, how often will my brother sin against me? And I forgive him. As many as seven times, Jesus said to him, I do not say to you seven times, but seventy-seven times. Therefore, the kingdom of heaven may be compared to a king who wished to settle accounts with his servants. When he began to settle, one was brought to him, who owned him ten thousand talents. And since he could not pay his master, since he could not pay, his master ordered him to be sold with his wife and children and all that he had, in payment. To be made. So his servant fell on his knees, imploring him, Have patience with me, and I will pay you everything. And out of pity for him, the master of that servant released him and forgave him the debt. But when that same servant went off, he found one of his fellow servants who owed him a hundred denarii. And seizing him, he began to choke him, saying, Pay me what you owe. So his fellow servant fell down and pleaded with him, Have patience with me, and I will pay you. He refused and put him in prison until he should repay the debt. When his fellow servants saw what has happened, they were greatly distressed. And they went and reported to their master all that had happened. Then his master summoned him and said to him, You wicked servant, I forgave you all that debt, and because you pleaded with me, and you sh- should you not have, and should not have, should, and should not you have mercy on your fellow servant, as I have mercy on you? And in anger his master delivered him to the jailers until he should pay all his debt. So also, as my heavenly Father will do to every one of you, if you don't forgive your brother from your heart. Employing means making an earnest or desperate appeal. Pity, the feeling of sorrow and compassion for one another. Pleading, begging for forgiveness. How much did the first servant owe his master? 10,000 talents equals a billion of dollars. How much did the second servant servant owe his master? One hundred denarii, a few dollars. Jesus tells Peter that there is no limit to forgiveness. 
Forgiveness is unlimited. 2,000 years ago, a man named Jesus came into this world to live a life that we could not live out due to our sinful nature because of Adam and Eve's sin in the garden. We were cut off from having a relationship with God. The only way to restore that relationship with our Heavenly Father again, there had to be a sacrificial price that had to be paid. A payment that could not be bought with gold or silver, a debt that we could not pay due to our sin. There had to be a living sacrifice that had to be made in order for us to be forgiven. You see, without the shedding of blood, there is no forgiveness, and the penalty of our sin is death. For the wages of sin is death, so someone without sin had to die. That's where Jesus comes in. All of our sin and suffering was placed on him, and Jesus died the death we deserve, so we could be forgiven of our sins. Then on the third day, he rose again and defeated death and canceled our debt that we owed, and the relationship with God the Father was restored. Forgiveness is a price of life's demand. Because of Jesus, because of what Jesus has done for you on the cross, he paid the price, the price that we cannot, we can never pay back. So forgiveness is the price of life's demand. The first servant was making an earnest, desperate appeal that his master would show mercy on him because he did not have the money to repay him back of what he owed. The master took pity on him and forgave him and said, Go and forgive others I have forgiven you. Have you forgiven someone who has wronged you or did something bad to you? If not, then what is keeping you or holding you back from forgiving that person who misused you, talked bad about you, and mistreated you? Do you have what it takes to sincerely forgive that person from your heart? Don't just forgive just because Jesus commands us to forgive. Forgive because it's the right thing to do. Sincerely forgive that person from your heart. Don't pay evil for evil. Don't go out for vengeance, because that's what the fellow servant did to his other servant. Vengeance is mine, declares the Lord. Forgiveness does not change the past, but it does change the future. You have the power of choice to choose to forgive and love that person. Matthew 6.15 But if you do not forgive others of their sins, your Heavenly Father will not forgive your sins. To forgive is to set a prisoner free and discovering that prisoner is you. The servant threw his servant who served him and threw him into prison until he could repay the debt. When the king heard this, he said to the servant, I forgave you all that debt because you pleaded with me and should not, and should not you have had mercy on your fellow servant as I have had on you. In anger, he threw the fellow servant to the jailers until he could pay all his debt. Consequences of not forgiving. The servant faced the consequences to his actions when he chose not to forgive. Forgive. Behold, the Lamb of God who takes away my sin, or the blood of Jesus shed for me. What a sacrifice that saved my life, because the blood of the Lamb it is my victory. If you have never experienced the love and forgiveness of Jesus, now is the time to do so. He freely poured out his love for us when he died on the cross. 
If you pray this prayer and ask God to come into your life and forgive you of your sins and let Him guide you wherever God is calling you to be, suppose one of you had a hundred sheep and lose one of them. Does he not leave the 99 in the open country and go after that lost sheep until he finds it? Have you found him? That shepherd who searches for the lost sheep is Jesus. Are you that lost sheep who has gone astray? Has Jesus found you in the midst of uncertainty? For God so loved the world that he gave his one and only Son, that whosoever believes in me shall not perish but have eternal life. John 3.16 For while yet we were still sinners, Christ died for us. So, in return, he is pleading for you to accept his free gift of eternal life. Just pray this prayer. Father God, I admit I'm a sinner. I believe that you are who say you are. I believe you died on the cross that I deserved. Please forgive me for my sins. Please come into my life and guide and direct my path. In Jesus' name, amen. So now, so now, go out and forgive just as Jesus has forgiven you. And spread the gospel to people around you.